received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Featuring Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome UFC enthusiasts. UFC Las Vegas 82, the Allen versus Craig edition of Gamblu's Bout Business Podcast. Customarily, this is when we tip our hat to the many listeners that we have. Today will be absolutely no different. We have fight enthusiasts tuning in cities throughout the world, states throughout America, countries, and regions. We're tickled, we're flattered, and hopefully we have proven that there are, in fact, focus intense. UFC fight investors that exist through every corner of the betting planet. And what we're going to try and do at the Bout Business Podcast in conjunction with our early line report, the Sneak Teep Podcast, is try and arm gamblers with bettable information early week, late week. You get a little bit of a rhythm as to how I think and view these things. And you can choose to adapt what you wish and throw out what you wish. Most of you that throw out most of what you wish are probably doing the right thing. Let's get into the business. Three cards remain in 2023 after this week. So far, favorites running about 64.7%. It's a little high. That said, we're doing fine on the podcast. Futures. Covington at a minus 110 position. You can probably find him if you shop around plus 105, plus 110. So we're off a little bit there. We also had a sneak teep parlay release this week that went bad because one of the participants lost their opponent. That's it for futures outside the two that I will add today. With that in mind, Let's roll up our sleeves and get dirty. This is a great fight card for betting, and we're going to roll right into round one. In round one, we're going to fast forward right to the feature fight of the prelims in the lightweight division. Jonathan Pierce taking on a really violent fighter, Brazilian Joe Anderson Brito. Featherweight fight. Pierce opens 160, Brito minus 140, and all week long, or for the 10 days the line's been out, uh, the money's come in on Brito. They like Brito's violence, explosion, and his compact powder keg nature, and I do too. He's three inches the shorter man here, but he's surely the more compact, 
violent fighter. That said, he went to decision with Bill Algeo, a fighter that I regard as not quite on the evolution of Jonathan Pierce, and his competition since then leaves a little to be desired. As good and violent as Brito's looked, he's stepping up here, no question about it. Not only is he stepping up, he's stepping up in size, durability, and Pierce's real foundation is wrestling. Now, the one thing I worry about on the Jonathan Pierce side is that he now went from wrestling friendly, the MMA lab in Phoenix, where he now trains at fight ready with Eddie Cha. Eddie has a tendency of taking great wrestlers and trying to turn them into strikers and ruining them. Let's hope that is not the case with Pierce because Pierce has the durability, the cardio, and the wrestling chops to take Joe Anderson Brito, who, oh, by the way, hasn't been out of the first round in a couple years, into deep water, test his gas, test his heart, test his metal. Round one, we're going to use Jonathan Pierce, now only priced at minus 120, and we're going to take him to a parlay on a fight card in two weeks from Dallas, right to the main event. Armin Sarukian is currently priced minus 180. Today's round one, Jonathan Pierce, currently priced minus 120 to Armin Sarukian in two weeks main event, minus 180. One unit invested returns 1.82. Now let's move into round two. In round two, we're gonna play the same game. I wanna plant a seed for a future fight card as well. I like this fight enough. We're gonna have two little moves on the same fight. And yeah, we're going to the 10th fight in on the fight card and we're on the main event now. And we're at the women's straw weights where we have two completely vivacious, beautiful, outstanding, articulate, bubbly young ladies, both Brazilians, Amanda Ribas and Luana Pinheiro. I can't say enough about these two young 30-year-old gals. I have a 27-year-old son and a 37-year-old son, and both of these young gals are totally positive reflections on their environment and their parents. They're just outstanding young talents. The interesting thing about this fight is these two gals, they know each other, they used to live together, and they've come up through Brazil together. Ribas, an inch taller, four inch reach advantage, very game, she's aggressive, while she's hittable, and I question her durability, especially after some of the damage she has taken recently. She's been in with a little bit better caliber of opponent, which means a lot to me. And she does have experience over Luana, her Brazilian country person. Luana, and I think this is important. She's a year older. She has a base in judo. And while she hasn't been in with the same level of talent that Hibas is, I think she fires more fresh. She's firing fresher. She's going to give away a little size, but I think that the judo, her low center of gravity, and her ability to compete 
And the fact that she's older, I can't stress that enough. Give her advantage in this fight. Round two, I got a couple plays. Fight goes to decision, currently priced minus 165. Let's use that as leg one of a parlay. And now we're going to go to UFC 296. That doesn't occur until December 16th. On that card, Casey O'Neill fighting a Brazilian Lipsky. O'Neill currently priced minus 185. Round two, we're going to use one unit on a parlay. Fight goes to decision between Pinheiro and Ribas, tied to Casey O'Neill on UFC 296. One unit returns 1.5 units. Furthermore, we're not done with this fight. I like Pinheiro here. I think she's got the durability to sneak a decision. She opened a plus 250. We can still catch her plus 200 to plus 210. Let's add a half a unit investment in round two on Luana Pinheiro, a half a unit to win 1.05 units. And now let's move into round three. Round three, we're rolling up our sleeves and we're just going to go straight effort now for three rounds. Chase Hooper, Jordan Levitt. This is a fight I wrote up earlier in the week. 155 pound fight. It's important because Hooper used to fight at 45 and was compromising himself too much, even though he was 20, 21, 22. Now he's 24, more mature, grown into the lightweight body type, but I find him still gangly, awkward, and not quite capable yet on his feet. He maneuvers on his feet just long enough to be a daddy long legs, try and wrap his arms around his opponent and get him down on the ground to roll where he's capable. His opponent, Jordan Levitt, 28 years old, and I think that's the critical component to this fight. Levitt's 28, got more experience, been in with a better degree of fighter, and he's, I hate to say it like this, but he's a man. He's a full-grown man. Hooper's still developing. Levitt's been used to fighting 55ers. He's been in with good ones. Hooper's moving up, fought one fight at 55, beat a guy named Nick Fiore, who's journeyman at best. Hooper opens minus 250. He's down to minus 205. You can get Levitt now currently plus 170 to plus 180. That's a bargain. I think Levitt feels slighted that he's the underdog. I think he's surprised that he's the underdog. And he, as well as I, am surprised that he's the underdog. Round three, Jordan Levitt. We released him plus 190 earlier in the week on the VSIN digital magazine. If you're late to the party and get him at 175, 180, that's fine too. He's a live underdog. Now let's move into round four. Round four takes us to the co-main event. Jake Matthews, Michael Morales. Morales 15 and 0, Matthews 19 and 6. And again, I find this fight to be priced in obtuse nature. Sure, Morales is fast, he's violent, he's powerful, and he's young. That said, despite Morales' explosion and his violence, he's giving away experience to Matthews, and he hasn't been in with near the level of competition that Matthews has competed with. 
Matthews, a wrestler, striker from Australia, I believe comes finitely focused in this fight to give his best. He knows this is a crossroads for with a win, he propels himself into top 10 status in that welterweight division. And with a loss, he struggles with mediocrity and journeyman dumb. Matthews ain't ready to be a journeyman. He's 29, I think still has oh so much to offer. Speed, explosion, dynamic in the first round will all belong to Morales. We've gotta find a way to get Jake Matthews to navigate this fight into the second round and take Morales where he hasn't been, late into a fight, deep into a fight, and have to reach down deep, dig, and dig hard. Round four, we're all about Jake Matthews awarding young Mike Morales his PhD in MMA. Matthews, plus 240, we're taking that for a half a unit. Also, fight to start round three, currently priced minus 130. I believe this fight goes deep, and that's another, in essence, vote for or lean towards Jake Matthews. So in review, round four, we took Matthews for a half a unit, currently priced plus 240. The fight starts round three. That's a price at DraftKings currently, minus 130. We'll take one unit to win 0.77 of a unit on that, and then we'll invest finally in round five. Of course, round five is the main event. Brendan Allen and Paul Craig, the Bear Jew. Great fight here. Allen, the legitimate 185er, and by that I mean that's where he spent his time in this division, whereas Craig drops from 205 to 185, this being his second fight at 185. He looked ripped on the scales. At 35 years old, the guy's mature, and focused and knows he's on his last run. His size, his wrestling, his mentality of being a bully are all gonna work in favor here for him because he's giving away a well-roundedness to Brendan Allen that he does not possess. Allen will be the more complete fighter on his feet, yet I don't think it's gonna be Craig that lets him have distance and fight on his feet. I think Craig must to be like a linebacker in the NFL and attack Brendan Allen right from the opening bell. Allen, meanwhile, I think needs to use his striking where he'll have advantage to keep this fight at distance, Craig at bay, getting frustrated to allow Allen to set up for well-timed takedowns and his own grappling game. Each of these men absolutely wants to submit the other, but each wants to do it in their own way. Craig wants to do it by going right out there and engaging. Allen needs to use a little bit more IQ where he has struggled before because he needs to use his hands to be able to set Craig up for takedowns later. I really like Craig in this fight. I like his size. I like his anger. I like his wrestling. I like the way he likes to bully. He'll have good size on Allen here. Craig, currently priced plus 330. I think that's ridiculous. 
let's put a half a unit on Craig to win 1.85 units. Also, let's use fight starts round three plus 125. I'll put a unit on that. I think this fight has to go into the second or third round in order for Allen to be able to chop Craig down. Round five, Craig a half a unit plus 330, and the fight to start round three, one unit at plus 125. We take two weeks off before the next podcast. Make sure and join us for UFC's next card, which takes place from Dallas in two weeks. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the fight. Locked into Gamblue's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind the scenes access to the world of MMA. All the superlatives. that hand is ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Bam! The legs go. I mean, that is clean. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.